Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography, and I'm so excited you guys are here. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. So in this week's episode, I'm so excited because we're chatting with Christina from Christina Zen Photography, and we're talking all about how to get into commercial photography. Christina shares why she left weddings and pursued commercial food photography full-time. It's a really great episode, and I know you guys are going to love her. So a little bit about Christina is that she's a film and digital commercial photographer based in New York City and New Jersey. She worked in weddings and portraits for almost 10 years before transitioning into commercial photography full-time. Christina's work has been featured in multiple national print magazines and online blogs, and she's a joy to chat with, and I think you guys are really going to learn a lot from her. So a few things before we begin. We're almost at our goal of 20 reviews in 2020, and I really would love your kind support and your kind words on um, Apple Podcasts. If you guys could just swipe up after listening to this week's show and leave us a glowing five-star review, I would really, really appreciate it. Not only does it help people uh, find us and listen to us, but it also makes our rankings go up uh, in the Apple Podcasts universe. So I would really appreciate your kind words. It takes three minutes and it would mean everything to the TWHNA family. Thank you so much. Also, don't forget to visit us at www.twhna.com where you can read our latest blog posts, join our newsletter, and our super fun Facebook group. All right, you guys, let's get started. Grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. We have an amazing guest today. Christina, can you say hi? Hi, everyone. Thanks for being here. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited. We were chatting before we started recording that. We've actually known each other, I think, for about 10 years now, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's been a long time, and I'm excited to be on your show. Yeah, thank you so much for being here. I think we started around the same time, but let's tell everybody, you know, a little bit about you, how you got started, and how you began your business. Uh, Sure. So I'm Christina Blanarovich, which is a mouthful, so I go by Christina Zen, a little easier to remember. But I started in wedding photography a little over 10 years ago. And my background was nothing to do with photography. I was an earth science teacher for many, many years and then just decided I wanted to do something more creative and more self-sufficient. So I taught myself photography and got started in the business. And then I taught myself film and became a film photographer and uh, kind of been going ever since. And every, every once in a while, I like to change things up. And just when I get comfortable, throw something new at myself. So now I have gone full blown into commercial photography and don't do weddings anymore. That's amazing. That's so cool. So what was your first year like? First year of weddings all those years ago? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, You know, it was interesting. I'm, I'm a very, some people like to call me type A. Um, Some people call me OCD. So (laughs) either way is probably correct. But when I decided to get into photography, I went full blown in and I studied everything that I could. I learned and made sure that I felt very comfortable. I even kind of shadowed people. I third shot for a few photographers just to make sure I really wanted to do it. And I I felt prepared. Um, So surprisingly, my first actual year of photography, uh, where I was like in business, 
was the year I had just given birth to my second son. And I did my very first wedding on my own five weeks after he was born. <laughs> I oh don't, my goodness. <laughs> I don't recommend that, but um, it was an amazing couple and I had amazing help, but it was, it was kind of a whirlwind. My first full year of shooting weddings, I shot 27 weddings. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. So it was kind of a, you know, I jumped in with both feet and never looked back. That's amazing. Well, I'm so excited you're here because we're going to be talking about commercial photography, which I know nothing about. So I think it's going to be great for our listeners, you know, who might not know who are interested in maybe uh, pivoting or making a little extra income. So can you explain to our audience what commercial photography is? I mean, do you have like four hours? <laughs> we sure do. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about commercial, and this was something that when I, when I decided to start pivoting about four years ago, I, I thought commercial was one thing. And then I very quickly, when I started diving into it, realized that there's so many different facets about commercial photography that I had no idea. And there's so many different ways that you can approach commercial. I knew that I did not want to just be like that headshot photographer. And there's nothing wrong with that, but that was not me. I wanted to do something that filled my soul with creativity. I wanted to take my storytelling from weddings and do that with commercial. And honestly, everybody I talked to was like, yeah, that's, that's not it. You're going to shoot corporate headshots. You're going to shoot real estate. You're going to shoot, you know, product photography on a white background with massive light setups. And I was, I literally stopped and I said, but why? I don't think that that's the only thing out there. I mean, you see these magazine editorials, you see all of this other stuff out there that people are using for brand work and marketing that isn't like that. And yet when I talked to every commercial photographer, they told me the same thing over and over. So I really wanted to find my own way in commercial. And what I found is that honestly, commercial can be anything you want it to be brand work. You could be doing content creation. You can be doing editorials, food, which is my personal favorite because I love to eat it. Um, <laughs> you, you can do all these different things and there's nothing wrong with doing the real estate and the corporate headshots and all of that. If that's what makes you excited and happy. Yeah. I'm excited. Oh, I can't wait to hear how you figured all that out. So what, so let's talk about why did you transition out of weddings into commercial photography? I think it's good for people to know your why. So I have a couple of whys, to be honest. Um, honestly, I, I've been called a gypsy. <laughs> <laughs> we, we tend to move a lot. We tend to, like, my husband and I have gone through, I mean, we've been married for 20-some-odd years, and we just like to pivot. Every once in a while, we kind of fig figure, like, hey, you know, things are being stagnant. If we don't love where we're at or like whether it's with work or whether it's, you know, where we're living, we tend to pick up and say, let's change it. So I, I was getting to that feeling with weddings. I loved my clients. I was at the top of my wedding game. I mean, to be honest, I was making every single wedding was five figures, mm -hmm. you know? So it wasn't a matter of, I wasn't doing well. It was a matter of, all right, well, I'm doing really well, but I'm not I'm not feeling fulfilled anymore. I'm starting to feel like every time I go in, it's, it's stagnant. I'm not having that creativity. And I think the driving factor behind that was in the back of my mind, every time I went out for a wedding, it became, what am I missing with my kids? 
when they were babies, it was so easy to leave for the weekend because I had them all week. Mm -hmm. But as they got into school and as they were doing more, I was missing soccer games. I was missing birthday parties. I was missing time with them that I didn't have the opportunity to make up during the week. So I knew that I was going to need to find a way to make photography work on the schedule that I wanted to have as opposed to the schedule that was dictated to me by the type of photography I did. Yeah, I love that. That's such a smart aha moment. You know, you realize your life is changing and you want your work to do that. So have you experienced, now that you're a full-time commercial, have you experienced any remorse or like, why did I do that? No. (laughs) (laughs) And people are like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I said that really fast. I know. I loved my couples. Please don't get me wrong. I had some of like, at the end of my game, I had some of the most amazing weddings, the amazing couples, amazing people that I got to work with other vendors, everything. But I feel like I really did my job well with weddings and it was time to move on. Um, I, I went back last year at the end of last year and I shot two weddings that I had promised to shoot years and years and years before I promised these two people that when they got married, I would do it. And I loved it on the day of, and very much on the day after I was like, and now I'm very secure in my decision (laughs) that I've never, you know, it was, it was great in the moment and I'm always happy doing it in the moment, but it's definitely like, it definitely made me realize that I made the right choice. Yeah, no, I think that's really smart. And also, you know, everyone listening, it's like you, how long can you really be a wedding photographer? Cause at one point you're, you're just going to get old, you know, and your clients are going to be young or do you move into the next sector of like second weddings or second marriage? You know, it's like, I don't know if you're 60 years old, you're going to have a 20 year old bride. There also comes like that weird, you know, like dynamics. I think it's smart to, to think about the future and think about moving into a new section of photography that you, you still love doing photography, but maybe it's different. Absolutely. And I mean, I'm no spring chicken. I'm well into my 40s now. And I've been married for 20 some odd years. I know I got married early, but I noticed that I was noticing that I was connecting more with the parents and (laughs) not so much with the brides. I was definitely ready to and my back too. my back was like, nope, you're done with this. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So can you talk about how you began your move into um, commercial photography? How did you how did you start your transition? So again, like everything I do, it was a lot of just trial and error and let me try to figure this out. Uh, I spoke to a lot of people that I knew in the commercial world. I got their advice. I listened to them. And then I did my own thing. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Kind of what I do. Uh, The first year I was still very heavily shooting weddings and I just took the time to try out different types of commercial photography. So I went through a phase where I did some corporate headshots. I did real estate. I did products. I did all these different things to try to see. I tried it other people's way so that I knew what I did and did not like about it. So that really helped me. That first year really helped me not only build a portfolio, which honestly, like half of it, I don't, I would say more than that, 75% of it, I don't think I even use because it's not the type of commercial work that I chose to eventually um, pivot into. But it was a really good learning experience about what was right for me. 
it helped me understand that ultimately what I wanted to do was tell a story. And I love being a storyteller. And that's the one thing that whether it was weddings or family portraits, or even now in commercial work, my clients say the same thing. They come to me because they feel something in my images. They, they understand what's happening with that person. They can, they can connect to people and they want that storytelling vision for their brand work now, for their company, for whatever their product they're selling. I love that. That's really smart. I feel, I think when I was starting out, I think when we met each other, I did a lot of stuff too. I did events, I did families, I did birthday parties. And then I came back to saying, no, you know what? I really just want to do weddings and engagements and couples and, you know, trying everything out and then coming back to your base, I think is really smart and good advice for people listening. Cause sometimes you just have to try it all because let's say you want to be a wedding photographer and then you second or third shoot and you're like, Oh my God, that's so much work. I'm not, I, this mm-hmm. is not for me. It's like good to know ahead of time, you know? Absolutely. And I tell all my coaching clients too, that are like, Oh, I want to go into commercial. I'm like, you need to try all the different aspects of commercial because just because I love doing food, you might hate it. You might be like, Oh my gosh, food is the worst thing to photograph. And it's, and it's happened. I've had you know, some coaching clients that honestly just love, absolutely love doing products Mm -hmm. and that's their focus. And that's what I say to everybody is try as much as you can to see where your happiness lies. So how did you find clients? Did you sort of build your portfolio and then pitch to them or did they uh, pitch to you? Like, can you maybe explain how that kind of happened? Sure. So there's a couple of different ways of doing things and I've kind of done them all. So one, one way is as I was building my portfolio, just with, I mean, products and things that I had around the house, food that I was creating, I would, you know, use a product or maybe use, um, you know, like, let's say a cutting board from somewhere and I would tag the company and I would start conversations with people. Um, it was a lot of Instagram and Pinterest. So a lot of my clients, my early clients came from Instagram and Pinterest. A lot now come from referral sources, from marketing agencies, from graphic designers, uh, from advertising companies that have seen me or worked with me or, you know, word of mouth gets around. Mm -hmm. So that helps. I also reached out to a lot of small business owners in the area that I wanted to work with. And I introduced myself, I created, you know, I would create what I call the media kit for them, which is really just like a little PDF of my best work, what I do, how I can help them. And I presented it to them. And that's something that nobody else is really doing. So that kind of got their attention. And I built relationships. The one thing about commercial that is so different for me than when I was in weddings was in weddings, people would fill out my inquiry form online and then it was, okay, here's my pricing. Do you want me or not? Right. (laughs) Very cut and dry. But with commercial, there's so much personal time. It's, it's so backwards of people think, well, business, it's very cut and dry and here's, here's the contract and here's everything. And and you just do your work. There's so much negotiation. There's so much on the phone or in person that I do that it really helps build a trusting relationship. And that spreads 
you know, to other people. I get referred all the time because of the relationship that I build in the commercial world. Yeah, that's, those are great tips. I think anyone listening, reaching out to local artisans, local businesses, and curating like a, a lookbook or PDF for them of what you can do for them is really smart and getting their attention is so, that's so brilliant. I love that. It's all marketing. It's all business. That's what people need to realize that like 90% of being a successful photographer is being able to run a good business. Exactly. Yeah. And they don't tell you that when you start your own business. <laughs> no. You have to learn it. So what's, what kind of lessons did you learn along the way? Were there things that you were noticing that weren't working versus that were? Absolutely. So commercial pricing, commercial you know, contracts and proposals are so, so different than the wedding or portrait world. However, there are some things that I do that are reminiscent of the portrait world because I find small businesses get really, really overwhelmed when you start throwing out usage fees for images and licensing for one, two, five years or things like that. So when I work with bigger companies, then obviously I have to adhere to the commercial way of pricing, getting paid. Um, people don't realize in the commercial world, you usually get paid net 30, net 60, which means after the work is done, mm -hmm. that's when you then submit your um, invoices and things like that. So it's a little, it, it was a little, you know, hiccup of getting used to that. Uh, when, you know, I got used to getting paid up front 30 days before the event. But um, I also found that when I started to work with very small businesses, and I mean, I'm talking like local mom and pop shops or a single entity business owner uh, who was just getting into content, let's say creation for the first time. I didn't want to scare them. So I kind of restructured it and said, you know what, why can't commercial be more like a portrait session? Why can't I, you know, package this in a way that they understand it and it makes them feel really good about what they're what they're purchasing that's good that's smart so you ha obviously had to get new contracts and new verbiage and all legal stuff to, to go with your new business absolutely and I highly 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 recommend everybody do that with proper you know contracts um, having an attorney review it if you don't have an attorney another great you know, reference is um, I used Rachel Brinke's uh, the Law Tog contracts, um, and then we modified those a little bit for myself. So that's a really good uh, resource out there for people. Yeah, that's great. I also always recommend the Legal Page and uh, Maggie Fisher. Those are also two great legal online resources for photographers. I'll, I'll put this in the show notes so you guys can just click it. So I guess I think a funny question or an interesting question would be like, did anything? Was there anything that didn't translate from weddings into commercial photography that you weren't aware of before you started getting into it? I mean, not talking about the money, which you just said, but like little maybe behaviors or interactions or maybe, I don't know, tell us what you thought. So, I mean, I, I was told that I was told that, you know, commercial is very cut and dry. It's very, you know, people, people are going to be not as friendly, but that's just my personality. I mean, I'm still a hugger and, <laughs> and yes. Okay. So when I go and I meet a corp, you know, I did this and I'm not allowed to name names, but there's a place that there's a sport that's being played that uses a bat and a ball. We'll just say that. And I did all of the food for that particular location. <laughs> 
And when I met with this group of people, I mean, I met with their entire marketing board. There were 20 people that I met with, including the head chef and the head of marketing and the head of, you know, this service and that service. And when I met them all, yes, there was professional handshakes. By the end of our two days together doing all of their menu services and and doing everything with them, I was giving hugs. I was, you know, high-fiving people. (laughs) And they even said to me, they're like, nobody does this, but it feels so great. Oh, that's awesome. You know, that it, you know, that we felt like family by the end. And I, I really like working with people who are professional, but still human, right? You know, so that's why, again, I really wanted to find the way of doing commercial work where it was still, it still fit with my personality. I'm a hugger. I joke around. I fool around. I, I like to, I'm very, very into it when I'm doing my work. But the second that I stop doing my work, I want smiles. I want happiness. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So. That's so great. I think that gives a lot of people hope listening, like, okay, I don't have to be a stuffy uh, suit where I can come in and still be myself. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I've even, I've worked with lawyers. I've worked with, you know, um, I've worked with so many different people that you would think would be ultra professional. And yet it's, it's a different feeling. The way, And I think it's how you present yourself. I obviously present myself. If you look at my website, if you look at, you know, my Instagram, if even when I'm speaking to people, I'm very, I am very businesslike, but I'm also very casual, if that makes sense. I know that's like an oxymoron <laughs> to say the two of those together. But when, it, when we're talking business, I know my, I know my stuff. I'm confident. I can present all my information. I can tell them exactly why they need to hire me and why I'm going to do a better job than anyone else. But then when it comes to the actual work, I tell them, I'm like, you're hiring me for my vision. You're hiring me for my personality and how that is going to translate into what you're doing for your clients. And that I think is where that storytelling vision and that, that creativity comes in that really makes me happy as an artist. Yeah, I love that. And I I think hearing you say that, it just resonates to what I tell my wedding clients. It's just like, you're hiring me to, to, to tell your story through my lens, through my point of view, through my eye. And that's why I'm different than anybody else. So I think that really like kind of crosses over, which is really nice. It's great. And for me, it's one thing that I, you know, there are a lot of commercial jobs that I don't take. Um, Some big, big contracts that I've turned down because there has been a creative director and an art director, which again, I've worked with those types of people before, and it's been such a collaborative, wonderful process. But then I've had some, some contracts that have come my way that have been, well, you're based like basically a glorified button pusher and no creative control, no say in anything. And that is just not the kind of contract that I want to be working on. That's not the kind of project that makes me excited. So I turn those down and I really try to just focus on the ones where even if there is a creative director or an art director, there is the ability for collaboration and, you know, really taking it to the yeah, next level. Yeah, I think that's really smart to listen to yourself and listen to your gut and what makes you happy. I mean, you wouldn't have made the pivot, the move into commercial photography if you were going to have somebody else pull, tell you what to do, you know? Yeah, I right. love that. So can you share maybe your three best tips for our listeners of how to get started or get their foot in the door in the commercial photography world? I mean, the first tip that I have is create yourself a commercial portfolio. And the 
thing that most wedding and portrait photographers need to understand is I guarantee if you sit down and go through your weddings and portraits with a fine tooth comb, you can probably pull together a decent commercial portfolio. Because when you're at a wedding, you're shooting details, you're shooting food, you're shooting all these different things that when you take them out of the context of a wedding can look like commercial work, can look like editorial work. So start looking at those things and pulling them and, and putting together a portfolio and then figure out which pieces are missing and do it. The great thing about commercial, especially if you want to do product or food, things like that, is that you can do it during quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) You can do it while you're locked down because I mean, honestly, take the hair products you use and start playing around with them. Putting together product flat lays is no different than doing a wedding flat lay with invitations or rings and shoes and things like that. It's starting to look at it and say, how can I advertise this product, whatever it is I have, where everything in the line of sight draws your eye to it, leading lines, colors that work with it, you know, making sure the scene is filled, but not overfilled. So it's a lot of trial and error in practice. So that's my number one tip. Um, Number two, I would say, go talk to people, friends, family that have different businesses and say, look, can I come in for a half an hour or an hour and do, let's say, content creation or do headshots, do brand work for you just to see if that's the type of work you want to do. Now, I am not an advocate of doing Mm -hmm. free work. I never have been, never will be. However, I am an advocate of saying, hey, I have a friend who owns, let's say, a yoga studio. Well, you know what? I need images. That friend, that's a good friend of mine, somebody I, I care about and trust. I'm going to offer to do those images for free, but I'm also going to do them on my terms. I'm not going to give 300 images. I'm going to say, here's my amount of time. I'm going to give you 30 images because 30 images is all you really need to showcase that, you know, facility. And then you have those for use. They have those for use. And then you can say, is that something I like to do? Right. And then you can make sure they tag you. And get that credit. Yeah, exactly. And then you you can use that. You can use that over and over in different ways. Um, You can use that to advertise yourself. But then you then go and I'm okay doing, I I advocate doing what I call, you know, discounted work in in a way. But it's more going up to a person going, let's say going to a business that you frequent or, but you don't have a personal connection with and say, look, I have this this set of images. Here's my portfolio. I would like to work with you. And because we are a new relationship, I'm offering you, let's say my introductory trial period. So what we could do is I can do a short session with you for, for this discounted rate. That way you can see what I do. I can see how we work together. And then if you want to expand that to a full session, here's all the benefits of the full session. Here's the price of the full session, blah, blah, blah. I've had a lot of people, and I did that like my first full year of getting into commercial. And I had a lot of people start out with a mini session and immediately by, I'm not kidding, halfway through be like, can we just do the full session? Because this is awesome. I need these images. That's awesome. Because, you know, small business owners are fairly reluctant to 
part with their money, especially now. People are worried about how they're going to make money. But you need to spend money to make money. You need to spend quality money on advertising and images are how people are going to be moving forward with all this. Everything is online. Every All the marketing is online and images are going to be so important. So if you can show a business owner how your work will bring them in more money, they will be willing to work with you. Yeah, I love that. And I don't know if you saw the news, but Facebook just released or they're releasing a new Facebook shops and every small business owner uh, will be able to use this function for free. So images are going to be so important because now because we're home and because, you know, the economy and all that stuff is happening. They're giving uh, small business users this free tool to use on Facebook and Instagram to sell their stuff. So this is perfect if you want to like sort of put that in your advertising niche, like I'm going to help you get your Facebook shop up and X, Y, and Z, like it's going to be the next big thing. So I think that's really great. Absolutely. And I think you're going to see a huge boom in product and content photography for small businesses because they are going to need to now adjust to how things are going to be done online more. So, you know, it's going to be really, really important for photographers that are wanting to expand into this or even just add this on as secondary income to really focus on those small businesses and come up with how they can help. Yeah, great. That's awesome. And then your last tip, what would you say? My last tip is make sure you feel confident in your pricing and how you're going to present everything before you start going out there. Because the number one thing is you never know which business owner that you approach is going to be the one that truly helps you launch your commercial business. So it's important to make sure that you kind of work out, here's my pricing, here's what I'm offering, and go out with confidence. So that's way if you if you sit down and you do the work behind the scenes it's not enough just to have a pretty portfolio you have to know what's your hourly rate what are you going to charge how are you going to put this together here's my contract you need to have everything ready to go because when you go out there you want to present yourself as an expert in this and everybody can be it's it's honestly not that hard it just takes a little bit of work behind the scenes i love that and then so let's say you want to start promoting your services and you have an Instagram account that's all weddings. Would you start throwing in your commercial work in your Insta- in your Instagram account or would you create a new account? Well, well, what's your thoughts on that? So it really depends on what your end goal is. If your end goal is to transition, then you should just start mixing things in. If your end goal is to maybe do half and half, then yes, you can still mix in. If you really just want to pick up some extra cash here and there, then you may want to have it separate. I don't love advocating a separate account because what happens is everybody thinks, oh, if I put on a separate account and I tell my followers to follow, they will. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I did. I made that mistake at the very beginning. And I think I had like out of the thousands of followers I have on Instagram, I think I had like 400 (laughs) follow me on my business on my commercial account which is why I scrapped that and I just went back to having one account so it really depends on what your end goal is if you want to mix it in I don't think there's any anything bad about doing that the only time the only two times that I would say maybe separate is if you are doing boudoir and if you're doing 
strictly newborns and only because those two don't really mix with commercial, but families and portraits and weddings, I feel like you really can mix it if you're doing it from the storytelling aspect. Yeah, I love that. That's such great advice. Oh gosh, Christina, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. No problem. Been... I'm so glad that you yeah, had me on. Yeah, I know. This is such a great topic. And I feel like everyone listening is going to be so inspired um, to get started if, if they want to jump into the commercial photography market. So let's tell where they can find out more about you, um, your services, and say hello online. So you can see my website at christinazen.com. That's Christina with a C-H and then Z-E-N. Dot com and you can find me on Instagram at christina.zen uh, and and all my links will be on there too so Pinterest I'm on there but mostly I'm an Instagram <laughs> girl so <laughs> find me mostly on totally. Instagram and if people want to contact you for coaching services or to find out uh, more about that how how would they get in touch with you that way so two ways. You could either go on my website. There's a link there for education. So it goes into the type of coaching that I do and what, what it's offered there. It gives a little bit more detail. And then you can always shoot me an email, um, Christina at Christina Zen, or, you know, contact me through Perfect. a DM. Yeah. And I'll list all these links in the show notes. So you guys can just swipe up right now and say hello to Christina. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks again for having me. It was so good talking with you. I hope you liked today's episode. I want to give a huge shout out and a big thank you to our guests. Thank you so much for being here and sharing all of your tips and tricks and invaluable advice. We love you guys. Be sure to check out all their links and information in the show notes. You can find out more about them and their services and give them a shout out online and on Instagram. If you're listening, take a screenshot, share it with your um, in your Instagram stories, tag at Janae Kirshner, and I'll share it in mine. Can't wait to hear from you guys soon and share our next cup of tea together. Bye.